Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances. But most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Executive Producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, We are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. Grand Rising, and thank you for joining us on this edition of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Join me and my co-host, Kareem Hamid, every Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Female Solution Radio Show as we explore that relationship that is the foundation for our society, the relationship between men and women, husbands and wives. Join our discussion as we seek to repair broken family ties and rebuild our community. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our host. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution. And we'll be joined with our host, Kareem Hamid, in just one moment. Stay with us.
called feminist woman, the feminist movement, and the idea of toxic mas- masculinity. These are terms that when we are hearing in the uh, the national conversation and the social media, we uh, need to have a firm grasp of what these terms mean, of what these terms mean. The idea of an independent woman. Why am I saying that? Because there are some women, there are some females saying, I don't need a man. I don't need a man. I don't need a husband. I don't need a man. I can traverse this life by myself. Independent woman. Uh, The rejection of having a male in one's life. Uh, That's that is what the independence has grown into. It did not begin there, but that is where it has morphed into a rejection of males, a rejection of men, of having males in one's life. Uh, that sometimes a good idea can go awry, can go too far, can go to an extreme. And I believe we need to have this discussion concerning uh, the ideas that are that are being planted in the heads of women. And uh, I, I uh, uh, want to really focus on the African-American female uh, because she is in a unique position with, uh, in these three categories of an independent woman, Feminism and the idea of toxic masculinity. I uh, I have invited several guests for this conversation. I have uh, invited Abdul Shahid. I'm going to open up his mic, and I have invited Imanaskia Hamid. And uh, there's another, okay, wait a minute, hold on, please. Hi, salam alaikum. person that had raised their hand that I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know if it's my, uh, my, my uh, brother, Tariq Wahid. I invited him and an uh, associate of his also. I want to open up, uh, open up the mic of, Abdul Shahid, inshallah. Uh, okay, here we go. We want to discuss these three terms that have been uh, been uh, placed upon the social construct, the social condition. Assalamu alaikum. Independent one. Assalamu alaikum. And also uh, the feminist movement. And also the idea of toxic masculinity. Let me begin by saying there, there, there was and always will be a need to establish the equality, gender equality, uh, between males and females. There are certain traits that the, a male, male have that Almighty God have given the male an, ab- an abundance of that quality. 
And the two callers on our line, uh, hold on, we're going to open your mic as well. Three, uh, Eric code 307, we'll open your mic as well. I'll see now. But there is, 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 is a great emphasis on certain qualities that the masculine gender has, and it is a, a, a valuable addition to the social construct. The social construct. Uh, the idea of women saying, I don't need a, a man. Uh, you, I, I believe they have, gone a bit of, they have gone too far in seeking equality and mutual rights and justice in this country. There, there, there was and is discrimination uh, that has been fostered, that have, have been forced on females. I'm not denying that. But but uh, there is an extreme that that concern can go to. That extreme is when the female says, I don't need my counterpart. I don't need the male in my life. That's an extreme. And it is, has truly caused a social problem in this country and outside of it. So, uh, Abdul Shaheed, if you would uh, introduce yourself, please, and give some opening statements. Yeah, Allah, Allah, Zina, Kutu, 
to a uh, a a uh, a full qualified human being inside the womb of our mothers. It is a a a evolving process. It is an evolving process. But in in relationship to reverence the wounds that bore you, that bore you, you know we have a a a. Uh, a an issue here of gender, of gender, and uh, it's being really promoted heavily. It's on the front burner of social discourse. That that first off, there there let me say this emphatically: there are only two genders, male and female. Allah says, "Reverence the womb that bore you." For those that uh, that uh, adhere to the so-called uh, homosexual community, the wounds that bore you was 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 the heterosexual act, the heterosexual disposition. You would not even be in existence had it not been that womb that bore you, and you came from the actions of heterosexual, of men and women, of men and women. So um, uh, I want to now open up the mic of Asia Hamid. It's uh, praise be to Almighty God. Let me see. Hey, I see his number here. Amen. Asia Hamid, would please introduce yourself and share with us some opening statements, please. Assalamualaikum. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Alhamdulillah. Thank you, brother man, for inviting me to be a guest on this serious subject. And I thank you and your co-hosts. Sister Naima, for keeping this platform open, and uh, I am glad to be here to be part. And, and uh, thank you for that reading uh, of Surah Nisa, that first ayah. Um, this is a very serious subject, and as time goes by, it's going to be more pressing on everyone in the society, especially in the Western society because of communications and social media and the promotion of this alternative and these alternatives. But if, uh, to have the balance and the sobriety of the approach that our Imam has shared with us, Rahim Allah Imam Warafim Muhammad, I remember Imam once saying, when he was sharing some insights and he touched upon the gay community, he said that he has among them persons that were his friends and that like him. Don't try to make him in, uh, someone that uh, is seen as, a, a, these are my words, an extreme towards them. And so what, what am I saying that for? We have to address this subject strongly, as he did, but at the same time recognize that there are children 
and persons that are innocent that have gotten victimized by what has happened in this construct. And as more persons have family members that get pulled into this trap of distinguishing sexuality and and desire of definition of, of man and woman, the more we have that happen in our family throughout America, the more mute persons we're going to get because they don't have the knowledge to address. So I'm saying it's very important, this approach, and the approach is, has any harm been done in those areas to have this become an issue? And I said that's the leading thing is the harm that has happened as oppression takes place, people push against it. And the oppression upon the woman now has her in response, those that are leading that charge, to define these things in an improper manner. So in Al-Islam, Imam once said if he wouldn't have become a Muslim if he saw the character that he see in certain Muslims, if that was all he was exposed to, he wouldn't become a Muslim. We know the conditions of which may be man. So saying here, if that's a man, and a man is this thing that has been oppressing their mother and her grandmother and the people in the neighborhood, then she's saying, I can make it without that man, without that man. But that's not the real man. So that's only, I'm going to start right there, buddy, ma'am, and I'm going to be quiet because I'm wanting to put it in content of when, we, when we're responding to educate, we have to look at the hurt and the damage that it has conflicted what is the man and what is the woman. Yes, sir. Praise be to Almighty God. In definition is direction. And, um, uh, you know, let me say this. The, the, the women's suffrage movement was legitimate. At one time, women could not own property. At one time, they could not vote. At one time, they could not, in, not initiate divorce from their husband. They had to uh, uh, tolerate domestic violence. It was just seen as just a norm. Well, that's his wife. He has a right to do that to her. So they had a legitimate right to, uh, to demand mutual right, mutual right that respected them as qualified human beings. Now, at the same time... You are now as, off the host queue. Suffragette. You are now in the host queue. Uh, when, when it, it gained its full steam, was it, it was from the mid-1800s all the way up to the 1920s. To the 1920s. And let me, I can't help but reflect on what was going on in the society at that time. You are now off the host queue. Let be well. You are now in the host queue. Of fighters, a female was calling attention to this government enacting and establishing the anti-lynching law. Ida B. Well, anti-lynching law. And, uh, uh, what's her name? I have a, 
our sister, uh, yes, Madam C.J. Walker. She was instrumental in the suffrage movement of women in this country. Um, she was closely associated with with uh, with uh, what's her name? Yes, with Susan D. Susan D. Anthony was one of the, uh, the, uh, the uh, leaders of the women's movement, and she worked closely with uh, Ida B. Wells, no, excuse me, Madam C. J. Walker, and uh, 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 Ida Warren, and, uh, and uh, Susan D. Anthony. They work closely together addressing the inequality of male and female. But let me, there was a large march or parade to be held in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital. And Madam C.J. Walker, she brought her chapter of women to participate in that national demonstration. She was informed that the African-American women could not march with them, could not march with them, but that they could take the rear in the parade or a demonstration. Now, with, we we are talking about a about a time when there was a scourge of lynching across this country, lynching in the South and the North, in the North and the South. And what I'm saying is that to separate the African American male. An African American woman from out of the the a march toward uh, true liberation. True liberation. We had how, how can I put it? We that was our most pressing issue. We migrated north, fleeing terrorism, fleeing terrorism. Lynching was an everyday occurrence. And for us as a race to separate along gender lines to address the full equality of us as a race, was that was a mistake. I believe that was a mistake. In time, the, the women's movement supplanted. It supplanted the movement of full citizenship and full humanity for African Americans in this country. Matter of fact, in the feminine uh, movement, let me go here. I did a little research uh, this morning. In the feminist movement, uh, there there was a backlash. Is that the Caucasian woman was able to 
make progress along those lines. And the African American was left out of that progressive movement from out of that. When we when we truly look at it, our struggle is bigger than a gender struggle. Although we have to to admit and address gender inequality. But we have a bigger issue. Our lives are being taken. Our children have gone far astray. The absence of mother and father in the home, counseling and nurturing and shaping our children. And what we see is an imbalance now in our children. The male and the female is both add value to the internal operation of our children, of our children. And to hear African-American women say, I don't need a man, something has truly gone awry, something has truly gone astray to just give up on the sacred institution of marriage. That is the main focus of, of, uh, of what I'm aiming at. Of what I'm aiming at. That, that the society grows when there is the sacred institution of marriage and families are strengthened by both genders, the male and female. So the feminist moved, which was a, a necessary, but it went a bit too far. Anytime the female said she divorces herself from the value of her counterpart, the male. Uh, at this time, Naima, let's, let's pause for a few public service announcements. We are half an hour into a broadcast, and we can invite all males to let's join in. You are now off the host queue. And let's share what Almighty God has blessed you with. You are now in the host queue. Concerning this subject matter. Yes, we also have a caller. Yes, and uh, when we come back, we also have a caller that would like to speak on our line, area code 307, uh, if we can open his mic as well. And, of course, for the sisters listening, we'll be having a, a brief after show to discuss what we have heard the men discuss as we uh, take a look at independent women versus feminism. And is there a better way to express our gender roles? We'll talk about that when we come back in this men-only discussion. You're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. We'll be back in a moment, so stay with us.
daughters, and of course, black women in today's world. We'll talk about it all. Race, politics, religion, economics, culture, and we'll take a look at everything from whether or not to use corporal punishment to how do you teach your children about sex. Look for our upcoming book, Growing Up Charles. It's a personal story about our lives growing up in Maple Park on Chicago's South Side. I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're Three Black Moms. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Three Black Moms.
First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. And we are back. You're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. I'm Naima Latif, and today, this fourth Wednesday of the month, is our men-only discussion, where the men talk among themselves about the issues that are touching their hearts. And we, the women, listen so that we can get a better understanding of how they think and how they feel. So this is an opportunity for us to listen and learn. Men have some very deep feelings about what's happening in our society and the destruction of the relationships between men and women, the dysfunction in our families, and they are deeply touched by the way many of us as women have decided we don't need them. Who needs a man? I can do for myself. I can make my own money. I can raise children by myself. I can keep my home by myself. I don't need a man. That's a very painful feeling. What has happened in our society to create this dysfunction? And what has happened in us, the women, where we have become so angry, so disgusted at what has happened that we've decided we can just do without them? What is that saying, I can do bad by myself? Well, the reality is we are a partnership, a divine partnership. And it isn't working, us trying to do it alone. Look at what hap- what's happening with our children. The disrespect that they have for all adults. The disrespect that they have for themselves. The lack of understanding of the family unit and the sharing of responsibilities. Something went wrong, and we have to fix it. So we're here with our brothers having this men-only discussion, and we're connected with our American Muslim 360 family at AM 360, and of course, if you are listening and watching, you've heard the voice of our regular Wednesday co-host, Kareem Hamid, leading this discussion, and if you're a man, we encourage you to call in. You can call the AM 360 line, 515-605-9891, and press 1. He'll open your mic, and if you're on our switchboard, men, call in, 515-605-9325, and we'll open your mic because we want to hear what you have to say. And area code 307851, we want to make sure we let our host know that you are waiting to speak. And can you give us your name and where you're calling from? Hey, Naima, thank you so much for taking my call. This is uh, Danny calling out of Colorado. How are you all doing today? All right, excellent. Well, yes, well, we're back with our host, Kareem. And, Danny, we want to give you a, a chance to speak. We have Danny on the line. I've opened his mic. So you, well, thank we you so much. About, uh, yes, I, I'd like so to much. say, first and foremost, I was born in 1993, so I have a little bit of a younger perspective on things. Uh, I've traveled the world. I've been very fortunate to see all types of, of life, all walks of life, and learn to appreciate being a human being. But I will say... Uh, you know, one of one of the biggest threats to feminism right now 
and why I truly believe that, you know, being an independent woman is so important is due to the outrageous, you know, as you say, toxic masculinity, men coming in and taking over women's rights, trying to pose as women. Mm. We have this, we have this, we have, we have this issue all throughout the country right now where, uh, you know, you can be basically canceled for, you know, not confirming somebody's um, supposed gender ideologies. And uh, I, I, I really feel as if um, most of this is uh, a trend. I feel most of this is something that is um, indoctrinated in the schools. I feel that there's people out there that, um, you know, really want to hurt the true meaning of being a human, which is reproducing, making sure that, you know, we, we can procreate basically. And um, it, it honestly just seems like womanhood now has become a joke. Yes. Because, you hear uh, it? It's real garbled. It's real garbled. It's okay. hard to uh, make out what he is saying. Okay, Danny, if you can speak a little slower and a little louder. Uh, so they can hear your words distinctly. Of Go course. right ahead. Can you, uh, Naima, can you hear me, Joe? Yeah, I hear you clearly. Perfect. Um, I want to make sure our our um, listening audience on the other uh, line can hear you as well. Um. And you were saying, Danny, that you were born in 1994, so you're of a, a later generation and you see things differently. And, and Danny was expressing the concern that so many men are choosing to uh, alter themselves and become women, which is, he says, an affront to women who were born women and the confusion that's causing because when you speak about it, then you're attacked for not affirming someone's chosen gender. And that is And not the, only on top of that, you have to not only affirm a chosen gender, you have to affirm a made up gender these days. My my uh a very good friend of mine, she is a teacher at a school and they are allowing the youth to walk around with um with ears animal ears on top of their heads and um, tails hanging from their backsides. Usually there is a um, apparatus that is inserted into them where the tail comes out. We are literally affirming mental illness and we're not treating it. We're making sure that it's okay just so we don't hurt people's feelings. People don't realize that what's going on right now is trying to really diminish the United States, we are a joke to the rest of the world. We truly are. And on, on top of on top of all that, you know, something that we really need to take into into fruition is that there is people in this country right now that want to make certain races, you know, put into a certain place. They want to make certain uh, groups put into a certain place. So they can have them, control them, and keep you know keep them be you know down on the ground while they're living up high. Mm. 
And I do believe, though, I do believe, though, that a feminist woman right now, going on topic, a feminist woman will say that a woman is a woman even if they have a penis. An independent woman will say, no, I want to live for myself. And you look at uh, Bud Light, you know, they put that transgender for their uh, spokesperson. I own a bar, and I will tell you one thing. We have not gone through a single case of Bud Light since April-ish. It's true. Like, the backlash is true. We should not affirm what they're trying to put down our throats. We should not allow the people, the high people, to keep us enslaved into different, you know, segments. This is what's happening to us, and if we don't wake up soon enough, we're fucked, and pardon my language. Well, Danny, you've made a statement, so let me let our uh, host respond and our other listeners respond. And, man, we want to, we want to uh, give you an opportunity to speak. Uh, you can call in 515-605-9891, or if you call the Female Solution Line, 515-605-9325, press 1 so that lights your number up. We can open your mic and let you join the conversation. And women will have a short after show after this to discuss what we've heard. So, Kareem, go right ahead. Take it away. Oh, all right. I want to hear from Abdul Shahid, if he would, lend some more commentary on this subject matter. Yeah, thank you for me, man. And what we see in our society is more getting away from normalcy. We have people in leadership roles that are really, they're not healthy mentally. This is where many of these, these uh, weird concepts and ideas are coming from. Uh, the brain is impoverished. People have chronic diseases. And these people are, are, are leading our country. They're leading the world. And they're connected with the, I think, the evil, the evil spirit in their lineage. This is where these concepts and ideas are coming from. And they're being dumped on the rest of us. The Almighty has created normalcy for a human being to live on this planet. He established the structure of family. And the further and further we get away from that, we see the deterioration of society. That's the disease. But we have to go back to the pattern. We have the pattern in the Quran. The structure, the family structure. We are a unique people because our family structure was destroyed in the process of slavery. We have what it takes to put it back together. We have everything we need inside of us to put it all back together. And this is what we have to do. Even though there's um, many things going on in, in, in the uh in the media, in the news, all these attitudes, all these dispositions, the extreme. I don't think we can take, we, we can't, we can allow those things to distract what we have to do to bring the normalcy back to our family, back to our community. This is our role, our responsibility. I'm not saying that we have to ignore what's going on, but we have to work hard at maintaining the normalcy and get back to normalcy ourselves. The whole idea of our family was, was destroyed in the process of slavery. 
our community and others that are healthy-minded like us in society that are pushing back. You, you share the name of a movement, but Imam, uh, Imam Kareem, I mean, you share the name of a movement among the women, and, and, and you can see them. And it's not just the conservatives. I see it among the so-called conservative Republican-type party pushing against this, but it should be in general pushing against this, as the caller Ann said, this here uh, feminization of the male. And I'm glad to hear, I, I, I don't like the idea that we're getting intoxicated, but for those that are not Muslim and they do that, you mean they not even buying the beer no more because they see this being pushed in the uh, commercial. That's, that's a good thing. That in in us, right. in our fitra, in our nature, is something that's rejecting something you're trying to put on me that my nature tells me isn't correct. So I conclude with that. That uh, but in this, this era, I like to add this: in this era, well, women now they have these other things. I, I'm going to reflect upon college. I would call a chauvinist because I said nature shows us that the woman naturally is supposed to take more time with the children. Because she has the food to feed the baby when it comes. And my professor at the university, a female, she said that I was a chauvinist in that statement. And it was practically all women in this sociology class. And, and basically, if you point to nature, the people that are wanting to corrupt, they get upset. They don't want to look at nature because nature is showing us what is correct. And But as time has progressed, women now can be... Uh, independent after their children are grown or after they have a little more freedom, their mind engaged. And so Allah said in the Quran, the thinking man and the thinking woman. And he uses the term factor for the woman in that case. This thinking or that aspect we only see as men going out. So it's important for us to be models so that our women and our communities can see that man. And so we can see that woman and I'll I, 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 I be quiet because I think a lot of good information is coming out with this subject, and I thank you for the amount. Yes, sir, you are welcome. Yes, assalamu alaikum. There's another caller. Yes, there's another caller that would like to yes, speak, yes. area code uh, 773-450. Uh, I believe that's Brother Obadiah. Uh, your mic is open. Go right ahead. Seven seven three four five. Shalom, oh, your mic is. Shalom, greetings. Shalom, greetings. Are you there? Yes, really. Yes. Yeah. Speak. Speak uh, into your phone. Uh, cause we want to make sure we can hear you clearly. Yes. Okay. Good morning. Holland greetings. Grand rise. And assalamu alaikum to the brothers and sisters. You know, it's interesting to me in America. Why black people try so hard to be a part of something that never was in on? We weren't even in on the Constitution. You got slave owners telling us what the Constitution is, and how can we follow that? You know, one of the biggest problems I have since I've evolved is following America's structure. Why would we follow the structure of people that enslaved us? That certainly don't work. That idea of wealth doesn't fit us. They got this marketing strategy that's got you spending every free dollar you got on something brand new. Is something wrong with your mind? Why do you need all these things? I got a real problem with that. I've been promoting we should just take 100 bucks of our own money every day and just find 100 black people, men, women, and put our money together to be our own masters. 
why we do why we following behind people that don't even know what the hell they're doing? I don't get that. You know, years ago I was working a job. And I was pretty good at it, of course. But then they didn't like me because I'm black and I got a little swag and stuff because I'm doing the job. So then they just turn around and fire me. Of course, at the time, I'm working the job trying to pay my monthly bills. And I'm like, oh, man, they didn't fire me. Now I'm in this bad situation. I stepped back and took a break. I said, you know what? Why the hell should I depend on this society to survive? So I made a plan of my own. I pay myself. I saved money for 10 years. I own nobody. I have no slaves to any human being. I don't even depend on a job. They come looking for me. So we need to empower ourselves. Then you look around in society, they got this, this promotion of, oh, it's okay for a man to be a woman and a woman to be a man. What type of craziness is that? Don't no man, a real man, want no, no man running around here looking like no woman thinking he's cute. Is he a competition with another woman? I don't think so. So we need to just ditch America's whole mentality and start our own. Then we can create community and some optimism and really take a hold of our history. Because these people got us to leave and all we have is displayed. Through your history, we were running everything. Why should we ever follow behind somebody who don't know nothing? We got to cut that out, though. So empowerment means being independent. Collectively put together stuff and money. We don't need the president or any of them. We can do our own thing. Why don't we just all put $100 together every week? I got the 100 Add to it. Just do it. What's the excuse? You don't need money. You can't live. You will die and you won't be able to take it with you. Why don't we have a collective mind? But with collective minds, do something. Because if we can't do a we, us, and our, we ain't getting nowhere with a me, mine, I. You're going to have a couple of millionaires, a billionaires like an Oprah Winfrey or Michael Jordan or maybe Bill Johnson or somebody, but it's Bob Johnson, but at the end of the day, the majority of us are not going to be there. So why don't we just get together, create our own educational system, teach our children how to run stuff instead of being controlled by other people, and we'll be on our way. So if y'all want to do the empowerment thing, just let me know. I got this $100 bill. We can do this every week. It's side money. Try to build up our community. Why should we stand on the sidelines? We got so much money. Check your average black neighborhood and no builders on the corner. How much money do you think they make as a big cash? So what our priorities are all mixed up. Let's do this the right way. Do I have any takers? Appreciate y'all. All right. Thank you for your call. We appreciate you. It's uh, break time again. Thank you so much for those who called in. And time for us to take a break, and we'll be right back with our men-only discussion, talking about independent women versus feminists. What's the difference? Is there a better way for us to express our gender roles? And is there confusion regarding our gender roles? We'll be right back after this quick break, so stick and stay. Don't stray away. I'll call out. See you after the break, so stay with us. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of Associated Internet Radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive, 
and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the Internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind, compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On Air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insight, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on air everywhere, online all the time. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. Thank you. 
without the necessary binding ingredient that is necessary to establish a healthy community life. This is an ancient scheme. We know the family is the foundation, is the foundation of community life and, and civilization, and civilization. And we have to recognize that the human being on this earth has an enemy. There is an enemy to the human being. In Christianity, he is, he is called Satan. In the Quran, he, he is described as Shaitan. Shaitan. He, he is jealous of the position that God has given the moral human being. And he has declared that he will wage war. He will wage war on this creation that God has created called human. That with the sensitivity, emotion, uh, ethics, a code of conduct. He believes that, 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 that he should be the one running this creation and not the human being that God created. So we, we find this scheme coming from out of the mouth of Pharaoh. I'll have them make brick without straw. Remove the bonding substance that weakens the very foundation of their human lives. Destroy the family. Cause enmity between the male and the female, between the husband and the wife. And they will not have a solid structure upon which to build the life that Almighty God has designed for us as human beings. So what we are witnessing is that 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 same scheme, that same scheme to to have them make brick without straw. How can we build our lives without family? Without the first social unit. And that is family. It begins with the male and female cooperating with each other and joining together in building the family structure. But if there's enmity between the male and female, if they are competing as opposite against each other, then that bonding is, is destroyed. This is what we are witnessing, dear people. Have them make brick without straw. And this is not just, praise me to Allah, this is not just aimed at the African-American community. This is aimed at humanity, period. Period. And, I, and I'm grateful that we're having this program, for we know that there are forces afoot to influence human 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 thinking, human sensitivity, and human behavior. And human behavior. They are influencing us through media and other uh, mechanisms to take us away from our original nature. 
God has said of the the male that he is the maintainer and the protector of the female. God has instituted that. He is the he is the protector and the maintainer of the female. He has been somewhat marginalized. And look look at at at, at uh, our children, not just African Americans. This is happening completely across this country. Period. When you confuse when you confuse the language, there's a, a passage in the a Bible that speaks of those that are building a structure to reach into the uh, uh, to the so-called heavens, the sky. It's called the a Tower of Babel, of Babel. And the oppressors of human beings saying that, that is over us is saying, let's go down and confound their language. Let's go down and confuse their language. Whereby he does not denote male and she does not denote female. Let's go down and confuse their language. And that is what we are seeing. That is, is what is happening. So, uh, so uh, uh, for those of us that are still connected with our original nature and the, the structure upon which Almighty God has established the human being, we have to outwork them. It's not enough just to complain. We have to outwork them. Uh, you know, almost every green uh, uh, large city in this country, they have a, a gay pride parade. A gay pride parade. What is wrong with us that we don't have a heterosexual pride parade? Celebrate celebrate heterosexuality. Our numbers are greater than theirs. Uh, employ advertisements, celebrating, celebrating the natural structure that Almighty God has created for us as human beings, the male and the female. Outwork them. Don't become intimidated. Almighty God says to us in the Quran, and it is Satan who threatens you with poverty. If you mention the natural role, the natural construct that God has created, your employer may dismiss you. I know we have what's called council culture in this country. Those that are the face of media on many platforms, they have what's called cancel culture. They will cancel you. Your show will be canceled if you promote the heterosexual lifestyle and deconstruct the homosexual, <coughs> the homosexual construct. So let us not fear the criticism 
of the criticizers. We are fighting for our very lives, dear people. We are fighting for the soul of humanity. This is not taken lightly. Let us have them make brick without struggle. Remove the bonding foundation that holds the structure together. This is what we are facing. So we have to outwork them. Speak up. Outwork, don't fear the criticism of criticizers and establish our families on the pattern upon which God God created the whole of creation. Assalamu alaikum. We have two callers that would like to respond, if I may uh, open their mics, uh, 314-833 and then 813-646, if I may open their mics and get their response as we speak on this men-only discussion today on feminism, independent womanhood, and our roles, our gender roles, is their toxic masculinity. Let's go to uh, 314-833 and then 813-646, you're next. Your mic is open, uh, 314-833, your mic is open. Yes, what's your name? Uh, your yes, assalamu um Mark Shahi from the STL, the Gateway City of St. Louis, and the Show Me State of Missouri, I want to say, <clears throat> Alhamdulillah, that means that the praise and the thanks belongs to God first and foremost. I was just listening in <clears throat> and really didn't have any intention of making any comments My on name? the... Excuse me, Mark. Uh, it's sounding very garbled. Are you... Using no, okay. uh, can you hear me? Uh, thank you. That, that you're broadcasting. Can you hear me? That, uh, can you hear me? Am I being yeah, heard clearly? The connection uh, because I, I'm not able to do the uh, the the um, I'm not able to. Uh, the conference call on my phone line, so I actually have two phone lines, and so you're actually hearing another phone could be affecting the sound quality. I'll do the best I can to try to put the two devices uh, close to each other so that you can hear. And Mark, if you can speak it, you know, slow and clearly into your phone if possible. Okay. So well, you, you know, I speak very clearly, and I can elevate my voice. Is this better? Are you here? Is this better? better? Is that better? Uh, say something, Mark, if, if you would. Yeah. Um, can Can you hear me? Is this better? I hear you. Uh, it's It's less garbled. Okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk loud. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk like I'm talking to a thousand people, and I hope that I am. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna talk like I'm talking to a thousand people here, and I got a big audience that's listening. You know, um, I've been listening very attentively to the to the topic and the commentary that the imams uh, 
on AM three sixty been given. Uh and I wanna to say to all of them excellent, excellent, excellent commentary that you've been given on the subject today. Um I think where we have to go, we have to always start with is with the Quran and what it is that God says. If we acknowledge that we have a creator that has created us, who would know better than the one that has created us? And that's where we have to get our information, <clears throat> our education in regards to the things that are happening today, the mindset, the disposition, the behavior, and even um, the thinking that people have in their minds. Um, Kareem uh, referenced the Quran in terms of Anisa, the Wahida, that the Creator created the human being. The human being from one single soul, one single essence. And we're speaking here, what is being said here to those who may not have uh, considered to have uh, a scripture foundation for this topic, is that it really, uh, the abstract essence is the same for both male and female. Both male and female, the essence. That's there. So rightly understood, and I can't go into it because I know you're not going to give me the time to, to say all that needs to be said, but simply put, this eradicates and eliminates any of the isms, any of the isms, uh, not only racism, elitism, classism, genderism, sexism, and the Quran verifies that in in terms of um, that the male and the female, in terms of even their intellect, intelligence, uh, the 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 morality, all of that, you understand, Allah has put that in the human being, both male and female. The difference is, and it hadn't been said, but I felt like I should say it. God goes on to say it, and it's not contradictory. In no wise is the male like the female or the female like the male. Now we're talking biologically here, you see. And what um, Imam Abdul Shahid was saying is very important. When God says that he has created us in pairs, this is very important. Even without religious scripture, common sense and intelligence would say, that when you have a pair, the pair work together, and it's productive. It produces. Two males can't produce life. Two females together can't produce life. Transgenders, they can't produce life. Queers can't produce life. Because God says, and his word is true, he says he creates, and then he reproduces what he creates. And we see this in nature, the natural pattern. This is something that Imam Eskil Hamid alluded to, 30-30 in the Quran. But let's take it a little bit further. Because it says, God says, don't change the nature or don't change the pattern. 
But we have to ask ourselves, what is that pattern of the rest of creation? God says he created us on the same pattern that he created the whole of the creation. So the question should naturally come up, what what is that pattern? Could I just finish this statement? I'm done. That, you know, yes. just give me, just let me make this statement because this is, this is gonna. Yes. I, I want to give you another game. call before the break, if we can. So if you can uh, give us another thirty seconds, and then I can get to the other caller before we take the, the next break. I I couldn't hear you. Said so do what now? Give us about thirty more seconds, and then okay, I can get to the next caller. Okay, thirty more seconds. Okay, so let 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 me say this. We should ask ourselves, what is that pattern? It's been said by the Imam, but what is that pattern? What is the pattern of the natural creation? The pattern of the natural creation is willing obedience to God's command. Willing obedience to God's command. I'm going to say it a third time. Willing obedience to God's command. All right. We well, have thank free you, will. Brother Mark, yeah, we got to get to the next caller before the break. Uh, but I think the, the the point you've made, we want to make sure we give our our, uh, our panelists and our host a chance to well, respond. I just, well, I just wanted to say, I, I, I figured I wasn't going to get enough time to say because I know some have had a little bit longer. But this is very important um, because, to okay. me, it's not really a, it's not really an issue. All we have to do as human beings is go back to what God's Word is to us. He created us. He's the best one to guide us and direct us. In every aspect of our life, I'll stop there. Thank you. It's an amal equal. We appreciate you so much. Uh, we'll give a, uh, time to area code 813-646. Your mic is open. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your comment. LA, yeah, L.A. Central Florida. Just real quick. Um, independent women, feminists, it, it's, it's very, the way I look at it, it's very gray. Very subjective. I mean, in this, in the Western culture, um, you know, how do you define protect? How do you define uh, provision or providing? And that's that's really based a lot on capitalism. So in our society in 2023, essentially women can provide for themselves based on the resources they gather and collect. So. Uh, like say, I mean, from way I'm looking at it, you know, who becomes a feminist or who is a feminist, that depends on the the person and environment. I'll 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 land my plane there. All right. Well, thank you so much, brother La. Uh, yeah, he's raised the point. In, in this in this society, women can provide for themselves, so financially they're independent. Uh, so then, what is the role of pro- provider when both parties are providing for themselves as as adults who are educated and skilled? So, do we need to perhaps uh, redefine what that partnership looks like that is talked about in our scriptures, so that we are still working together? We've got to take our last break. Uh, and we've got another caller, 111111, uh, on our switchboard. And, of course, any uh, calls you have on your switchboard, Brother Kareem will get a chance to get to their comments in this last segment. And, sisters, we're going to have a short uh, after show to reflect on what we've heard the men say and how can we best define our womanhood so that it is in harmony with the men and not in conflict or competition. 
We'll talk about that when we come back from the break. You're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. I'm Naima Latif. Today is Men's Day. We're having our men-only discussion every fourth Wednesday of the month, hosted by Kareem Hamid. And we are joined with our American Muslim 360 family as we talk about independent women versus feminism. What should our gender roles look like? And is there toxic masculinity? We'll be right back after this last break, so stay with us. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time 
at 515-605-9325 with comments and questions. Look to hear from you real soon. expression 
and I'm talking about worldwide, it ain't just Western civilization. It doesn't matter where you go in the world. You can go to Samoan Islands. You can go to uh, New Guinea, Papua New Guinea. You can go into many of sub-Saharan regions of Africa. It doesn't matter where you go. There's an almost near universal expression across human cultures of patriarchy. Now, it assumes different forms. It's not precisely the same. It has different permutations as do most aspects of human culture. But the patriarch is near universal. And why did this come to be? Well, there's a multitude of reasons and a, a whole bunch of variables. But I think in basic, the basic reason patriarchy came to exist is due to the acknowledgement of the relatively short reproductive lives of women from the ages of, say, 14, 13, 14, to perhaps 45, maybe a little bit longer, but that relatively short reproductive life, coupled with the fact that when patriarchies developed, human beings were dying at the age of 35 to 40 routinely, patriarchies seemed to be the, the sort of cultural organization and societal organization that made the most sense. It made the most sense for men. It made the sense of, most sense for women. And that's why it became nearly universal. Was it corrupted, as most institutions are, over millennia? Yes. It did become corrupted by many expressions of abuse toward women, along with the advantages that it gave women. That doesn't mean it is in part and parcel of human nature due to the way we recognize uh, the unique aspects of human nature and the need to organize society around those aspects. And finally... This, the rule of law is dependent upon the idea of order from chaos. That's why we set up law and we have laws and we get rules. Has more of our societies descend into the into um, into the uh, nature's law of tooth and claw, and we can see it in many of these big cities now, especially runs run by Democrats. I mean, they're descending into anarchy, literal anarchy, as we see it. The, the physical strength and men's natural aggression will inevitably predominate. And women are only going to have those rights that men are willing to fight for and defend. So we, these feminists who are doing their best to destroy the rule of law, which is based basically upon human nature, these, I'm not talking about equality, feminists, because I'm fully on board with you get the same pay and the same benefits for equal work. I'm talking about these radical gender-determined identity feminists who are doing their natural-born best to destroy what is good and normal about society. When they succeed in that task, they are not going to find a world that's going to be very amenable to the rights of women. It's just not going to happen. It's never happened anywhere. You take, again, another real-world example, when those people on that subway train in New York City were felt threatened, who stepped up to do something about it? A man. That's the way it always works out in these things. And these crises almost always invariably is a man who steps up. There was another example on the CTA train in Chicago. I watched a video of it just two days ago where a bunch of black men got up of a, uh, when a black man had struck another black woman on a subway train, and these men got up and just beat the living stuff out of this guy. And they did it because they were men, and that's what men do. And men are always defending women. They always will. And if this system breaks down, as these people are at least trying to do it all this energy in case you're going to find out that women are only going to have those rights that men are willing to fight for and defend. 
So I think we better step back, reexamine human nature, see what is consistent with human nature, and reject everything that isn't. All right. Thank you so much for those words. That was All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling. We appreciate you. Uh, Almighty God has identified for us a superiority of the male in relationship to the, 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 the female. The superiority is only in physical strength, not mental, not emotional. There's no other area, no other area where the male is superior in the human attributes that God has given the human being, except in his physical strength. And you are so correct, my brother, to have a male compete against women in a sport that requires human strength that's not, uh, that, that is ludicrous, that is, is not uh, fair. You know, uh, Almighty God has given us your physical strength. That is the only superiority we have as, as far as thinking, uh, even entering into business. We have excellent females that are masters at international finance and all of, of that. Uh, we should 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 not block their way. We should should not undercut the natural gifts that Almighty God has given the male and the female. The only superiority is in our physical strength. And as, as I stated earlier, this is designed to bring the world to what you uh, mentioned, my uh, uh, brother, to anarchy. Anarchy. No rules, no laws, just whatever you feel like doing, you can do that. You can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. But Almighty God has identified for us, has given us definitions definition and he have have uh, have identified that definition of male the male is the protector and maintainer of women that has been the norm you know uh men uh, are free to go out and, and uh, engage the world as women uh, are mainly uh this is not a generalized statement, but women are concerned about the structure of the living quarters in which they raise their children, the environment provided for the family. That is a very, very, very important, necessary ingredient that we must have as human beings. Praise be to Almighty God. So the a male has had the freedom to go out challenge the creation and bring back resources to assist, praise be to God, to assist in the, the proper environment of the family life. That is an, an important, and uh, we should uh, not try to change that. Uh, praise be to God. All right, I want to hear from uh, Imam Askia, Hamid, if you would, please, and then, oh, the, then Brother Abdul Shahid. Yes, sir. I'm denying. <clears throat> I, uh, it's a lot being covered and it's very important. Everything that has been shared, 
that's that the women come into uh, that in society that they have come into that allows them to progress themselves and their potential, that has been extended to them by Allah. And I'm making that distinction because the perception of waiting on male masculine society, this man's world that has been created by those influence of the jinn and the iblis, iblis, shaitan, they can't. My daughter can't wait on them. So Allah extends to them the potential to go back in our lake and see some awaiti where already. That has been made available to the human being. Allah has created Khalifa, male and female, to go through the heavens and the earth, and things are to submit to them. That's not going to be put on pause because of a man, and it's not going to be put on pause because of the woman. But within the community, you that's going to be progressive. It has to have the male. In the Quran, there's no society acknowledged that does not have a man does not have men functioning in that society. And I'm speaking in language context of a man. A society can't be seen as a society or a community without a male. And Pharaoh, he said, kill their men and let their, or let their women be free. These are my words, but we know this if we study and, and familiar with Quran, it's describing a type that's being killed that's in what men represent. And, and what's available with the woman not having man is the exploit of that community, that society that don't have those men. So when we look at our history and what we come through as African-Americans, any educated woman would know that we're just coming into our manhood that truly Allah can allow us to come into after coming through 400 years of what we have. And if we look at models, and I conclude along this line, we have models, and it's going to be a one within our the inheritance, the youth in our community, the future that's before us. And I can tell by the voices of us that's speaking, most of us are speaking from those that are making contributions, but we're not going to be the torchbearers of what's coming behind. It's our young people. And they're picking that up, and we can look at models. Models is what demonstrate this. I have an example. Once that example is out there, as a young man, I see an example of a man being a man. That's sufficient. So in our, in our, in our parade, we used to have them. It's like reconstruct the family life. What does the family look like? Because as the brother said before, from Atlanta, we have to be careful of using their words. When we use their words, we fall into their trap. So I would like to share this last comment, and it's something of a group within a community that is a national group, and it touches upon our big communities that have models, like in New York, like in Inkster, like in Houston, Texas, like in New Medina, like in Philadelphia, like in Atlanta with our high school, like Allah blessed us to have once that you help be part of the initiating by letting the sisters be free to pursue education in St. Louis. Imam Kareem was the imam when we opened up our schools. When our, our school that grew after Imam Ansari got there to be an eighth grade school, but it initiated in its kindergarten, first grade, under your leadership, but the women are the ones that pushed that forward. And the women right. are the ones that taken, took the institutional leadership and institution. The women, the oldest educational platform in the, in the world was established by Muslim women in, in, near Morocco. 
woman did that. So, so I'm just saying, I'm going to share with you a young group that is reaching across these various communities to uh, uh, get the younger people who are communicating without being so long. We have to be like these man. We be wise. You drop it and let it go and let them think upon it. Don't try. He told Imam Khan once, the worst cook by, the only cook by he told him was not a cook by because you tried to give all the answers. <laughs> Don't give all the answers. Give enough for them to look for themselves. And so younger folks, they get to the point. And so I know I sound long, but I touched upon a number of subjects. Look up www.muslimculturetime.com www.muslimculturetime.com. Those are young adult Muslims in our community from 17 to the early 30s. And they're coming together to keep these platforms moving well, as well as 360 represents what it represents. And I pray a lot of you all continue to do what you do. I thank you for inviting me, brother, ma'am. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. You are welcome, and we are grateful for your value contribution in that Askia Hanif. Okay, I want to hear from uh, Abdul Shaheed, if you would, please. we got about eight minutes left of broadcast time. Thank you so very much, Brother Imam. <clears throat> we just simply like to sum up our uh, comments to uh, let everyone know the Almighty Source Creator is in charge of everything. He is placed within our nuclear histone of our genes. Everything that we need, we're connected to our past through the genes. Everything we need is already in them. We must be on the same wavelength with our nuclear histone that have the positive intelligence for us to make the best decision. We have to understand what the life is all about, brother and sister. This life is a precious, priceless gift bestowed upon us by the Almighty. And we are set here to correct our mistakes to correct the mistakes of the past, the error of the past. By correcting our parent mistakes, our ancestors, our teachers, our predecessors. And number two, to learn, because learning stimulates creativity. And creativity uh, stimulates imagination. And number three, to encourage each and every one of us to bring out the very best in us. That's why we're here. To bring out the best, not the worst. What's been happening in our society, the worst has been brought out of the human being. We're sent here to bring out the best in each and every one of us. And number four, to reach our fullest maximum potential. Do not die until we reach our fullest potential. And this is, this is what we have to do as Muslims. We're here to reach our fullest potential, brothers and sisters, and, and, and allow nothing to stop us. As human beings, we have to do it in this lifetime, in this lifetime. And we also have to, number five, finally, to discover our purpose in life. Each and every one of us was sent here for a reason. The Almighty create what he will. He willed us to be here for a reason. And we have part of the answer to this puzzle. We must maintain our brain health in order for us to reach our fullest potential our brain must be healthy. We have to make health an integral part of our life and understand that our brain is affected by, by our health because any disease anywhere in our body is going to surely affect our brain. Any of the people who are in charge of these organizations 
these countries are not helping, literally. And they're connected with the bad, evil people in their lineage. And they're being, they're, their nuclear history is being negative intelligence to them and affecting the rest of us. So, brother and man, I certainly appreciate the, the opportunity to share information and to share what um, all, the Almighty Allah has blessed us with. We have to continue to excel. We have to continue to uh, stay on the front that we are and not be distracted by what we see in the society. Thank you so very much. Assalamu alaikum. You're welcome. Wa alaikum assalam. Praise be to Almighty God. Uh, and as males, we have to be aware of our behavior also. We uh, cannot do things and have a, a disposition within us that uh, that puts the female gender down and elevates the a masculine gender. Uh, praise be to Almighty God. We have have uh, equal valuable contributions to make to, to the society. We ask, what is toxic uh, masculinity? Uh, it's somewhat of a cultural concept of manliness that glorifies, over-glorifies stoicism, strength, virility, and here it comes, y'all, and dominance, and dominance. Creator, 
Almighty God that has created everything is independent. Uh, I like for the radio listening audience, let's just say, don't say too much or give too much, but look up the word interdependent. I N T E R dependent. Look at look up that word. That is what Allah created us to be. Interdependent as pairs. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. Praise be to Almighty God Allah. Well, we are at the end of this broadcast name. And uh I just praise be to Almighty God for you. And uh, we enjoy the female solution. You are an excellent producer and an executive director of the female solution. We thank you for this platform. And uh, I'm grateful to everyone that made their contribution this morning on our most serious topic. This is very critical. Thank you all for being with us, and stay tuned. We're going to oops, we're going to uh, go into a few moments of the after show just to reflect on a few things that we have heard. And, and as, as always, we appreciate our co-host. Uh, we appreciate those who have been a part of this discussion. And we encourage you, you got a couple of seconds, if you're not on our switchboard now, to call in 515-605-9325. You got a couple of seconds for the switchboard. It shuts down at 9 o'clock. <laughs> and, and, and of course, oops. There we go. And let's make sure we are able to speak without echo. All right. So now we have a couple of points that, and if you're, if you've been listening in and would like to make a comment, then press one on your uh, phone, and that will light your uh, number up on the switchboard. Uh, one thing I'd like to say briefly, and we won't be too long with this after show, but we do want to reflect on the fact that this issue of the gender <clears throat> They've called it gender-affirming surgery, meaning basically people are choosing which gender they want to be. Well, you know, we choose to be born, and we choose the gender. Now, if you change your mind afterwards, that's going to create some confusion because you really can't uh, change your bone structure. It is the structure of either a male or female, nor can you change your internal organs. We don't have the scientific technology to do that, and there is a different biochemical makeup. So these times, you know, when we get to a point where our science 
begins to outstrip our spiritual understanding, then we have the confusion that we have. But we do have a history where gender roles, uh, you know, they nature makes a balance. You see it in every species. But with human beings, it began to be oppressive and exploitive, and so it created conflict. So we the women, we're the ones who teach culture. As our culture evolves, those of us who are wise know that the culture we create for the future has to be one in which all of us as souls are given equal respect for who we are. And we also are able to accept people who are different than our understanding, whether it be a physical feature of skin color or a a history that has evolved with a different religious belief or whatever behavior that people have created for their survival that does not harm other life. Our science has to be in harmony with our spiritual understanding. Otherwise, we're going to make mistakes that we've made in the past, which were self-destructive. Things such as the genetic experimentation and all of these things and trying to put, you know, a baboon's heart into a human child. And we've done some horrific things because our science outstrips our spiritual understanding. And we make a mess. So now that we're having these conflicts over who's really a woman, who's really a man, can you be born one thing and change into the next? What are the roles of male and female? Do we all have equal intelligence and equal? are we all equal in the sight of our creator? All life is equal in the sight of our creator because all life is of equal purpose, because all life is interconnected. There's no greater or lesser or even superior or inferior. Differences does not make one superior it makes one suited for a particular task. So as we strive to express greater understanding, then let us also develop a culture that is humane, compassionate, loving, kind, and respectful for all life. We can do that. So I'm going to open uh, open a mic here. Uh, anyone who has a last comment before we go, um, feel free to express your thoughts. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd like to add an addendum to what I said earlier. This is Sarge. Yes, sir. Thank you. Um, you know, I I, I, I want to acknowledge the corruption. Again, I want to make clear, I'm not sure if I made it clear before, but there is corruption in every single human institution. I don't care what you're talking especially ones that become entrenched over a long period of time, whether you're talking about religion. I mean, we got a Protestant religion because of the corruption in the Catholic Church, you know, with the selling of indulgences and the power of the papacy and all that. 
and the Lutheran Reformation was an attempt to protest against that. It's not that there was anything inherently bad about religion or the church. It's just that you get corruptive elements in it, just like we're seeing now in our government. The FBI has become a really uh, uh, American, North American version of the uh, East German Stasi. And, you know, like every institution becomes corrupted over time. There's no exceptions, and patriarchy is certainly one of them. The many abuses of women as a result of it because it became entrenched, because of its universal nature. But, again, that doesn't change the fact, and that's the problem with this critical theory we're looking at today. Wherever you look, critical theory redounds. Everything is subject to criticism. And most of the time, the people who are criticizing it either don't have anything of equal value to replace it, or what they want to replace it with is infinitely worse. And while acknowledging the corruptions and the bad things that happen, we can't ignore human nature. Human nature is immutable and fixed. It's not going to change until human beings evolve, and I'll probably be several hundred thousand years from now. We're stuck with what we got. We're pretty much stuck with what we got for millennia, 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 millennia past. It's gonna, thus it will ever be. And I think most of the problems that happen in society, the most of the big ones, happen when we do not acknowledge human nature at its basic level, and we try to shoehorn human nature into all these cultural grotesqueries and evolutions that don't quite fit it. And I think what we're looking at now with this transgenderism and the LBGQTIA plus nonsense and all of the other, you know, the, the saying that you can have social order by releasing more criminals out on the street and, uh, you know, uh, having fewer police in the midst of a rising crime wave will somehow get you more civil order and all these contradictory ideas that literally make no sense. And I think this, stuff, this, this discussion we're having now about men and women and the things that men do to women, yes, it is mostly men that have abused women far more than the latter. But now, again, because of the system, we're looking at crimes being done against men, particularly in family courts, that we know have you know, gone on for years and years and years and have yet to, to a great extent, have yet to be rectified. Men are literally being taken away from the children in many cases by these women-friendly family courts. So that that of, is true. Yeah, that there's a lot true. of things that need reparation and repair here. And, I, and, and, again, I think we get in more and more trouble all the time. We just don't acknowledge the basic imperatives of human nature. They're not going away. You can't shoehorn it uh, into, into your fashionable theories just because you think you're enlightened and bright and, you know, you want to go along with the prevailing ties of, the, of our overlords who think we need to have a radical transformation of everything in society. Uh-uh, it's not going to work. And it isn't working. You look around, it's, it's not working very well. Well, I will say this, Sarge, and uh, you've made a point about human nature, and I thank you for those comments. And we're going to basically uh, wrap this discussion up with the understanding that evolution is an individual decision. All of us as souls are evolving. The degree to which we evolve is our own free will choice. There are those who are evolving into higher consciousness, and they will create a society 
that is balanced. For those who wish to remain in a state of conflict and confusion, that's their free will as well. We here on The Female Solution are urging as many people as possible to choose to evolve to a higher consciousness, a higher level of awareness and understanding and ability to interact peacefully with their fellow human beings and all other life because we're all interconnected. You can't destroy one without destroying the other. And so those who understand that reality will create a different world. Those who don't understand it yet will continue to experience what they have created, and that is the confusion that exists. So it's a choice. Choose to live according to the highest spiritual principles of love for all, hatred for none, sex for life. We can do this. And those who choose to do so will see the world they live in transformed. I'm Naima Latif. Thank you for joining us on this edition of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. Join us tomorrow for Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. Thank you to my host for the day, Kareem Hamid, all of our guests and our callers who have lent their wisdom because this is the morning think tank and we do create solutions. So thank you for being a part of the female solution and the global solution for all humanity. We'll see you again tomorrow. And until that time, continue to shine your light. Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Toussaint. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Viata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. (laughs) 